You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your message while become known as an authority in your field? Industry Thought Leader Podcast will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Industry Thought Leader Podcast, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become that influential voice in your industry with a podcast. And I'm your host, Anne Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, this week, the tables are turned, and Christina Harine interviews me as part of her show, The Art of Networking, on KC Radio 97.7 FM. And I wanted to share this interview with you today, and I will in a moment, because of a number of reasons. Number one, I share some personal things about myself that I've never shared before. And this is something that I often tell my clients to do, especially if it's part of their story, it's part of their journey, and it's relevant to who you are today, and you can tie that into your message. So this is something that I encourage you to do too, and I'm going to give you an example of how I do that in this upcoming episode. And I also share how I'm leveraging my podcast as a way to build relationships and how you can leverage podcasts too, particularly if you're an introvert like me, an extroverted introvert, and the thought of networking and too much peopling, as I call it, uh, makes you want to run for the hills. So for some of you who have said, you know, I was interviewed on the art of networking. For some of you who know me well, you've probably thought, what on earth is Anne-Marie doing on a networking show? Well, I leverage my podcast as a way to build my network. So I share more in a moment. Now, before we dive into the show, if you've been thinking about launching your own thought leader podcast to build reach, to build influence, to build a deeper level of engagement with your audience and so much more, which you can do with your own podcast, but you just don't know where to get started. My 90 day idea to launch your thought leadership podcast immersive program starts soon. And this is where I work with a very small group of people stepping you through step by step by step. There is training there, there is calls with me every week where we brainstorm and I hold your hand every step of the way. Podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash immersive podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash immersive. Cannot wait. Now, if you're listening to this podcast after the doors have closed on this round, then don't be disappointed. Go to that page and put your details on the wait list. Every year, I'm going to be running these twice a year. That is my goal for 2020 and moving forward. And so you will be the very first person to know when the next round goes live. So hope to see you in an upcoming Podcasting with Purpose immersive program. Now, without any further ado, over to Christina as she interviews me. Good morning, listeners, to uh, another show of the Art of Networking here on KSA Radio 97.7 FM. And as you know, I always have amazing people. I've got an amazing woman here sitting next to me, is Anne-Marie. 
we met a few years ago through networking surprisingly so um i'm so amazed i'm so curious to hear more about you Anne marie who are you who am i well i'm you know i not know this but i'm originally from new zealand mm. And, um, you know, if I think back to various incidents, you know, sometimes experiences can happen to us and it completely changes the course of uh, your life. So when you ask me, you know, tell us a little bit or tell us a little bit more about you, yeah. uh, my journey began back on the farm in New Zealand in Whitford, a little place outside uh, of Howick, one of the main towns. And used to love riding horses. And one particular day, my girth snapped, a uh, strap snapped and had a concussion and from that event I met uh, one of my then closest friends then I was introduced to her uncle who I have now married and moved across to Australia so and and on and on goes that story but you know sometimes events in our life can be a traumatic event and I can look back to say you know that has been a significant event which upon which everything else has developed and growing. So I'm a firm believer that even the most horrific of experiences can be an incredible learning opportunity if you look for the gifts and, uh, you know, the, the silver lining, if you will, on, on those uh, occurrences. So, yeah, that's just one, one story which we may never have had an opportunity to share no, with you. No, absolutely. So, so how long have you been in Australia now for then? I came across in 1987 and so quite a number of years still love New Zealand. I'm now an Australian citizen, but uh, both countries have got uh, incredible opportunities. But, uh, yeah, been here for many, many decades. That's, that's really cool. You know, I believe that uh, everybody has a story. We all come from somewhere. We all started somewhere. So, um, you know, you're doing podcast that's one of the things you're doing so I'm doing radio so it's all about communication mm -hmm. and I believe that the, the communication face to face is very important how had that if you look at yourself for your story your life how has that inspired you or even affected your life yes stories I think are fantastic and I remember many years ago I was about three and a half or three two and a half going <laughs> uh turned three when I was in in Holland and I remember an auntie of mine she said to me at that young age she said you're going to be a writer and I actually moved the typewriter. You don't see it, obviously, on the radio, but here it reminds me of her. She, she told that to me, and I love storytelling. So writing I love, and, of course, through, through uh, radio, podcasts, it's such a way that we can impact the world. So for me, and many people don't realise this, and I don't share this very often, I have started to share this a bit more, <laughs> is I'm an extroverted introvert. So I love speaking on stage love you know um the microphone but networking for me is a bit of a challenge because i'm naturally a shy person so here's what i've done i use my uh, communications online so whether it be the podcast or radio interviews such as this we're doing this face to face but yeah. often i will do that either via phone or skype i use that to develop relationships first for people that i don't yet know and when i have that the ice broken so to speak then i'll take that to more of a face to face but as far as networking is concerned i i am actually an introvert so for me to go to conferences or events is uh, having me step out of my comfort zone, particularly if I don't know people. So what do I do? I try and make connections beforehand, either through 
through online or through the podcasts. But yeah, so that's something else you probably don't know no, about me either. So well, that's a really good yeah. tip, though, that you can start to make, try to make the connections, maybe using social media or something else before you go to a special event, yes. and then you have a little bit of an icebreaker there mm. before. Well, that's a great tip. Yeah. Do you have any other tips that you that you do if you have, with that personality you have? Yes, um, one of the things that we now use as part of uh, my work, and everyone has access to this is Zoom because we have the video component. So previously, you know, we'd only have the audio that we can connect with people, but now we do videos. So it's like a virtual coffee or virtual meeting. And then when you see someone, you've had an opportunity to speak. Then, of course, when you meet at an event or something like that, um, it really uh, helps establish that relationship. One tip that one of my uh, close colleagues over in the US told me, and I've used this before, and I think it's brilliant, If you have an opportunity to get access either to a list or you know of a couple of people who are going to a networking event, reach out to them and say, look, I'd love to connect with you if you have an opportunity before the event or even after the event, then that's all about that growing those relationships. Because as we know, we go to the event, fantastic, but the gold happens afterwards. What are your connect, you know, how are you connecting, how are you, you know, establishing that relationship. And one of the differences between extrovert and introvert, and they're all gifted and blessed and they each have its strengths, introverts love a deeper relationship. We're more about getting to know the individual, their stories and, and so forth. So either meeting beforehand or after the meeting just gives you that reason to connect with that person so that we don't get to the side of the meeting and hide away. There's actually intention and purpose because we've already set that up and we've got those connections that we know are going to be there. So that helps too. Mm, that's great tips. So because a lot of people don't really know what to do when they get to, yeah. to certain events that might be shy or just don't feel very comfortable. Mm. So that's great tips. Thank you. Okay, you came from uh, New Zealand. So if you look from there, so how did you end up doing what you do today? Or what do you do today? All about storytelling and now helping other people share and tell their, their stories. But how I got into uh, the podcasting was... Uh, in 2008, you'll remember back then, the financial crisis hit, the global financial crisis, and I was in the career industry, so helping people with resumes, interview coaching, finding jobs that they loved, and we knew that people had to change their approach to job search because there are many people unemployed all over the world. However, many of the people were listening to a lot of the news bulletins and hearing about you know closures and so forth, and that was impacting their psyche. And we knew that we needed to be this voice of hope or inspiration. And I say we because a colleague of mine found me on the internet. We met at a networking event because I um, invited him because I was speaking at a networking event. I said, come and listen to me speak and we can speak later. We can catch up for coffee. That's exactly what we did. And um, then in subsequent conversations, we said, we need to be the hope, a voice of hope and inspiration. So we started a podcast. Back then, the word podcast wasn't even known, so we called it an online radio show. We did that for two years, and when we parted ways, because he transitioned out of the career industry, as did I slowly, I've been podcasting and sharing a message ever since. Because I use my podcast as a way to build relationships, because it gives me a reason to reach out to people. Otherwise, I would hide behind my computer. But in this instance, I use that to establish relationships. And I love asking questions. 
So oh, maybe I should do that next time I go to a networking event. I'll just pretend I'm carrying my podcasting hat around and ask people questions because you can learn so much about others and establish relationships, can't you? Oh, absolutely. I gave an example in last week's show. Is uh, you have to ask questions. You have to you have to be interested in people mm. and also be interested in people's stories and actually genuinely be interested mm. in people's stories. In my example, was my own father because I didn't know what he actually, his life was like until I was over 30. Mm. I didn't know he was in the war. I didn't know a lot of things because he thought he didn't have a story. And yeah. uh, now I think everybody has a story mm. and the more you listen to people's story, the more you learn and it's so inspiring, it's yes. so much fun, it's great. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. great. You got into the podcast. I know when I met you, you were the podcast queen. You, you, had a, you still are. And it's, uh, so tell me more about, more actually, what is a podcast? How does it work for people who doesn't use it? So a podcast is really an audio that you create and you upload that to obviously podcast players and then people can subscribe, often via an RSS feed. But whenever you publish a show, when people have subscribed, it instantly pushes out your podcast, so your audio recording, to their device. So people can then access you on their device, they can listen to it via the internet, via their computer, but it does so automatically. So people don't necessarily have to go to your website to go and listen to it. It pushes it to your device. And it really is um, you know, a piece of content that you can share stories. You can share your own stories, you can share insights. Um, and it's interesting because that term, the podcasting queen, was something that I never gave myself. It was something that many of my audience and my guests would refer to me as. And, you know, here in Australia, we always talk about the tall poppy and, you yeah. know, and humility and all that. And I used to think, oh, my goodness, there's no way. But, you know, I thought after a decade, I thought, you know what, I, I'm going to embrace that title. Absolutely. And so, um, yeah, it's been ever since. And I think someone once asked me, you know, how can I be the king or the queen of anything? I said, well, often... It's things, it's things that you do so well, it taps into your natural talent and it's things that you will consistently do and over time you build that reputation, people start to notice uh, and I think that's where often again people don't recognise those things in themselves, just like your dad thought, you know, my story's not worth sharing, how many times have I heard that and often we've got our own unique gifts and strengths and other people will often recognise them in ourselves first than we do. So uh, that's something that I love to support people in as well, is recognising what's that unique gift, what's that unique strength that when integrated with my story can make a much bigger impact in the world when I share oh, my absolutely. story. Yeah, I'm just thinking about, um, as the listeners know, I'm not a, a, a long, young, young chicken chicken anymore. So my accent's coming in really badly. Um, so if if there are people who want to start their own podcast, this is very complicated or is it very expensive? Or? The process itself is very simple, actually, especially now when you think of all of the tools and technologies we have at our fingertips. And one of the things I do say is if you're a business and you really want to integrate your podcast as a way to grow your thought leader, your authority in your field, then there are some key things that you want to have in place, such as really being clear on what's my brand message, what is my thought leader brand. I mean, we have many, many industries with many, many practitioners, many, many specialists. So it's really important to have that defined, you know, thought leadership message. Who is my ideal client? Is it a specific niche? 
Because what often we can do is we can spread our message so thin and go so broad that we position ourselves as what I call the jack of all trades. It's a term that we, I'm sure, all have heard of. But if you want to have that authority, you often will have to go deep, narrow and deep first to really get that name and make that name. And then, of course, having a system in place that you can then continue to nurture listeners into leads and ultimately paying clients, which is having the right business models and just having that consistent consistent message and getting it out there and sharing it with the world so once you've got all of those you know foundations in place and you fit your message and the podcast over the top that's when you start to attract that audience of people who really resonate with your message and want to hear more from you so what is your um, audience what kind of audience do you have now? my audience really are specialists in their field they've had quite a number of years of experience Some of them may be transitioning slightly, maybe out of corporate and then packaging up their expertise and knowledge and experience to then go out and start a business. And it's really creating that platform that they can start to build that authority and then be able to monetize that. So a lot of service-based businesses, I work with a lot of coaches and consultants. Although having said that, I do have someone that I'm working with at the moment who's taken her knowledge and experience and developed it into software. So she's now wanting to obviously share a message around uh, the software and how that can help people. But it really is people who have a desire to make a much bigger impact whilst becoming known as that go-to person in their field. Mm. Mm. I'm just thinking, if I go back to the connection face-to-face, can you remember maybe a a network or um, an event or a time where it was... You, you walk out from there and you're thinking, wow, I've got a really good connections here. And they actually led you to something that you do today. you remember something? Mm, let's see. You know what? I think it's been to some networking events that if I go back and if, if I look back and retrace all of the steps around podcasting, mm-hmm. I'd probably say it was the events that I've been to that have said, no, this is the way that we need to be doing things. This is the way that we need to, uh, you know, go. And then I would be thinking, well, no, why? You know, I love to challenge that status quo. So when everyone goes left, I go right. And I think back to the days that I did do networking at, say, some of the career industry um, opportunities. Many of them said, you need to do things face-to-face. But I knew that there was a there was a real market for online You know, back then they didn't have a lot of the tools that we have now, but I knew that we would again develop, you know, tools and technologies or have at our fingertips. So for me, it's been the events that often will say, no, you can't do that because there's something inside of me (laughs) that goes, yeah, no, I'll I'll have to find a way around. I, I love solving problems. And so I'll often look for a way, you know, to be able to to challenge that thought process. So, um, but I've had so many opportunities that I've met for people. Um, One of the things that I will often have to remind myself of is to go back and you know, really nurture those relationships because I'm very much always looking forward and moving forward. As you know, we do, Mm, we're driven. And so to establish, you know, and and to continue following up and things like that, because I'm often chasing, you know, what's the next tool or technology that I can integrate in my business? But you you learn about those through going to events, going to networking opportunities and hearing people speak that are perhaps in different industries, 
you know, from you. And so I'll, I'll consistently look out for opportunities where I'm learning. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're the ones that I love to go to, the learning opportunities and people who are, you know, ahead of what I'm doing or in, maybe in a different field so that I can look at how can I embrace that and integrate that in my business. I think that's yeah. a very good point uh, because you're keeping your... You're keeping your eyes open, you're yes. keeping your ears open, and you basically listen for what's happening around yeah. you. And it doesn't have to be exactly for what you do in your business, but who knows, it can affect your business. Mm. But if you know and you're actually looking for it, that's that's great. Yeah, yeah. What I say to the listeners is that uh, I really encourage them to go to the Facebook page mm -hmm. after they listen to this so they can connect with you because all your details is going to be there. But um, So do you have anything you want to say to the listeners about uh, networking face-to-face? -face another tip maybe? Yeah, I think face-to-face uh, -face networking is such a great opportunity even from someone who, who would say that or knows that she's an introvert. When you do have the ability to connect with people and if if it is a little bit like following the model which I have with getting to know people first, a little bit online and then taking that offline, mm -hmm. there's something about face-to-face -face networking um, that you just can't... It, it, it's different than if it's on a you know on online, and so you may it, it, you may not want to go to networking events every week. But do what, what I've done is this year, um, I've done so intentionally, is kept a couple of networking events that I know to go to because they've got my ideal audience or I'm learning mm. something from them. And so, I've, again, I've been very intentional because, um, you know, that it ticks all of the boxes, if you will. So if you tend to be a little bit hesitant, find the crowds that are either your ideal clients or they're going to support you in getting in front of your ideal clients and look to nurture those relationships more than going from, you know, kind of networking event to networking event and trying to meet as many people as you can. Because as an introvert, that to us is like, oh, uh, we're just not going to do it. We'll, we'll, we'll go hiding. So that's a tip that I would do. Be intentional. Seek out the opportunities of people who are like-minded and you can build relationships, whether you're learning from one another or they, they may be your ideal clients. But I think relationship always needs to be first and foremost, how you can give to that community because you just don't know who they meet no, and who they will not. speak to. And often I think, and again, this is what introverts, we hate the idea of going somewhere with, <laughs> I have to get this, I have to get that. If you can establish a relationship and, and share something that's going to make someone's day um, or life better, let that be what drives you. And I think when you, when you take that constraints off, for those of us who are introverts, we'll go, ah, oh, okay, I can just be myself mm. and establish the connections because that's really what networking is all about, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. It's establishing relationships. Yeah, absolutely. But what you just said here is very important, not just for introverts. Is when you're saying you have to pick uh, the special event you go to, and that's in. Uh, I've created a system how to network and how to become an excellent networker, and I believe that exactly what you're saying. You have to do a little bit of research. Mm. 
if you go out to network just to have fun and social, that, that's a different thing. Mm -hmm. But if you go out there with a, a purpose mm -hmm. and you will actually want to have gained something from it, whatever mm -hmm. that would be, you need to plan it a bit. Yeah. You need to know where you're going and then you get the, the best results. You do. Because one of the things, the differences between extroverts and introverts is that I've got a saying and, and I've, <laughs> I thought that I'd made that had it. I'd never yeah. heard it before but then some <laughs> other people and I had to smile because I thought, aha, and that's peopling. And as an introvert, there is a certain amount of energy that we have to be able to network. And I say too much peopling, even if, uh, say, for example, if I've been interviewing people all day, I'll come home, well, often I'm in my home office anyway, my family will come home, and I'll be too exhausted to actually verbalise anything. So I do sign language because we really need to monitor our energy. So what you say... You know, we're talking about being intentional. We have to be because we've only got a limited amount of energy. And then, of course, the off time that we're not networking, that's when we're on our own and we refresh and we recuperate our energy that way. So we need to be mindful of that. Otherwise, oh, we'll burn ourselves out. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's... That, that's, yeah. A, that's a, a yeah, very good tips there, Marie. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate that. I appreciate your time for being on the show. I really do. So I'll say to the listeners, please go and check out the Facebook page, the Auto Networking for Casa Radio 97.7 FM. You will find Anne-Marie's all details there. So please connect. Have a chat, email, phone call, Facebook, whatever. You know, you never know what a connection can lead. Exactly. Thank mm. you. No, thank you so much. You've been listening to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Want to learn how to leverage your expertise, monetize your message, while become known as an authority in your field? Access our free industry thought leader podcast series to show you how at www.annemariecross.com forward slash podcast series. That's annemariecross.com forward slash podcast series.